this thing that people say about pirates. Okay. Right, this story that people tell about pirates. It's not really a story. It's just a a piece of information. People will say, you know why pirates had an eye patch? You're like, oh, no. Maybe their eye got messed up? Yeah. And they're going, no. It's so if they fight in the dark or they move into the into the ship to fight, they can lift the eye patch and they have night vision now because their pupils are already dilated. Yes. Are you trying to, are you, you going to say, tell me that that's not I true? I just wonder. I believe that it's true. I can believe that that's true. But I wonder if it, I, I, I feel as though it probably wasn't true to start with. <laughs> There was probably some dope pirate that everybody looked up to, and he was missing an eye. Yeah. And he had an eye patch. And yeah. so some people, you know, humans. As you do, yeah. Some people were just, I want to I wanna look like my favorite pirate. Yep. And they would put it on, and then when he got down into the, the bottom of the ship and was still fighting, thought, I need both my eyes, ripped it off, and realized, I can see better. Yeah, through that eye, <laughs> and then he started proliferating that through the ranks. Yeah, or or, or there was a uh, there was one dude who's who's looking up. You know, they're both swapping the deck as you do, and you're looking up at the captain. He's just majestic as fuck, missing an eye, and, and they say, "He's like God, Captain uh, Ahab, Blackbeard, yeah, uh, Captain Blackbeard, No Eye, yeah, one Captain eye. No Eye, yeah, Cop- Captain One Eye looks so cool up there. I wonder what I, he never tells us what happened to his eye, and then one dude, of course, just likes to start shit. He's like, "Oh, you didn't hear." Oh, everyone knows. He has an eye under there. What? No. Then why does it wear the eye patch? Pfft. I thought you knew. Only real pirates know. I guess I'll tell you. It's because uh, it's he can see under the deck. That's why. He's like, what? That's so smart. And then one dude cleaning the cannons from inside. He's just like, oh, I'm going to do that. Oh, it, he's cleaning the cannons from inside. He overheard it. And now he's insufferable. <laughs> because he tells everybody that information as if he's known it his whole life. Oh, yeah. Yep. You guys know about the eye patch thing, right? <laughs> he heard it four hours ago. <laughs> no? Oh, really? Unbelievable. Yeah. I can't believe you don't know about the eye patch thing. Yeah. And one dude, why don't you do it? Because he has not time to get an eye patch now. He's like, oh, well, I, mine's back uh, with one of uh, one of the ladies that I seduced on land. Uh, and I'm always under the ship. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, why would I, you know, yeah. I'm with the cannons all the time. Yeah. Yep. That's why, I, you know, I, I usually, uh, what I'll do is if I'm fighting on, on top of the ship uh, and then the fight looks like it's heading inside, I'll stay outside, cover the cover the top, let the people inside do the, do the, do the fighting because I don't want to mess up my eyesight. I'm not good with stairs, so <laughs> I'm either up or down. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two. This dude's just a piece of shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, he's only a pirate because he literally couldn't make it anywhere else. Yeah. It's yeah. not and because he wanted violence, but it's because everywhere else kicked him out. The only thing he can do is rub a cannon. Yeah. He's not even actually helping it. No. The captain's just, oh, man, if we don't give him something to do, yeah. he's just going to die. Yeah. And him, and he was definitely, like, he's like one of those package deals. He like He wanted like a cool... Guy's like, I want you. And he's like, only if you come with my crew. And he was just, this dude was just a part of it. He's like, fuck. And I can't kick him out. Why is the cool dude being <laughs> pulled down by this tragedy of a man that can't do Well, that's anything. what, he's not pulled can't enough that stairs. the captain's not going to get rid of him or anything like that. He's just going to, captain's just going to take it. He's like, whatever. One shitty guy is worth 12 really good dudes. 
also I'm one missing an eye, so. shitty guy <laughs> is worth 12 good guys? No, no, no. Like, having him on the ship is the, the it's pros worth outweighs it. okay. the cons. It's yeah. worth it to have him yeah. and the other guys. I was yeah, about to say, what do you think? What's wrong with... What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, nothing gets done on my ship. I bet. Yeah. Tage just, every time he says, every time he says swap the poop deck, he laughs. <laughs> You're the worst pirate ever. Dude, I, I, I watched a uh, video, Internet Historian. He was talking about uh, a, a pirate. He did a whole like bit on history. Uh, was a pirate that, I forget what it was like. He was, I think his Joe, his name was like the nicest pirate ever because he did, he didn't kill people usually. Uh, and the, and the whole usually. thing was the the historian would like put in like little things of like this is where I got the information from. I don't know how true it is, but he uh, he I think he learned that he liked to read, and so he had a bunch of books on the boat. But then he he was sailing and he was like, why does anyone? You guys can read if you want. And the guy was like, Captain, like no one knows how to read. And he was like, oh, Do you guys want me to read to you? And they're like, Yeah, because you know whatever. Like we're on the ship for weeks, so yeah. So he was just like excited to read to them. And I was like, I feel like that'd be Justin. As I a wonder captain. what books. Yeah, right. Were there right? Yeah, and of course. And the internet historian like made jokes about it, like that he was like. The hungry little caterpillar, like did like those jokes, but hell no. <laughs> this man's reading Edmund Rostand. Yeah, it was Moby staples. Dick written at that point? You think Moby Dick? I don't yeah. know if pirates w- maybe eighteen yeah. hundreds. Yeah, I'm know. thinking. I'm thinking old French Three Musketeers. Ooh, okay. You know, yeah, that would be most accessible, accessible to like anybody. So I mean, the pirates would just I, have that. I don't know. I think. That we did have an advent of printing presses and things like that. Yeah. Before that, you're not getting books unless you're <laughs> no. super rich. Yeah. Yeah. But it still probably it still probably wasn't proliferated. To, it still probably wasn't a big thing to read books. Just in general, there were a lot of people who wouldn't know how to read. Would back you, in the day, I know it's it's like a thing, but like if if like the world was like the, like the apocalypse or whatever, or zombies or anything like that, would you try to save books? Like, would you would you think like that was an important thing to save? Oh, one hundred percent. Good one hundred percent. Good on you. I well, always love those. There's no such thing as history without the the word history is based on something being written. It is a written account. Prehistory. The reason we say that is it's before written account of life wasn't it wasn't the um the the great roman fire uh, a hard hit for history alexandria yeah alexandria yeah the uh, wasn't that like the big a uh, big hit to history if i, if I remember yeah they had they a bunch had, of the timeline went longer because of the writing and we lost a lot of it lost a ton of information about the past because of the alexandria burning down fuck but i think that's hugely important to understand your history you don't have to always heed it. There's history is written by the victors in yep. in many many cases, but to understand what people had gone through to know where you are now, I think a lot of people take for granted the fact that today there's a bunch of atrocities. Sure, there's a bunch of bad things that happen. Of course, we live in the safest, most amazing time in human history ever. Right now, though, hmm. ever, ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> when people say, oh, I was born in the wrong time. What, you want to be born in the 1920s? You want to have tuberculosis? What are you trying to do? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. And that's fine. You can like the aesthetic of it. And uh, you can like to live there, too. It'd be completely fine. But yeah. 
I believe it would be an eye-opening experience if somebody from today went back even 90 years. Yeah. <laughs> the world is a very different place back then, <laughs> and you might have a very hard time existing in it. Yes. Let alone a few hundred years. Yeah. If you went back to the 1800s, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, good luck eating. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, well, like, uh, what's funny is I was trying to think of like 90 years. I was like, oh, that, that'd go back to like the 1800s. I was like, no, Tate, it's not 2000. <laughs> go back That's to wrong. the mid-1900s. Yeah, dude, I was like, fuck. The 1930s. <laughs> yeah. That's just when people are talking about kids these days, and then you realize people born in 2000 have been able to drink for a few years. Oh, God. Yeah. They've been able to drink for two two or a little bit more years. Ew. Let them be. No. Let them be. Because they were born when I was putting the uh, one Britney Spears song in that one little cartridge music player. No! <laughs> I forgot about the core memory. Those were the worst thing. It was only like 30 seconds of the song, too. Yeah, and you'd always see like people with like, mostly girls, but like I remember like, everyone had like a couple, but girls would have theirs on their keychain or, or something, and it was like, it was like a plethora of song bits. That they just have and be like, oh, it's in sync or uh, Backstreet Boys, bah, pop that in. And looking back, it's probably terrible quality. <laughs> bit, bit crushed to death. <sighs> I it mean, was we didn't know. the height of technology to me as a child, though. Oh, yeah. I just looked at a thing. It was just a plastic, almost square. Yeah. Looked like a little booklet thing on a yeah. keychain. Yep. What is it doing holding information about a song on it? <laughs> How does it know? This is the future. Yeah, we really thought so. We did. We, I thought. I thought. Boy, pogs. I thought pogs were the future of gaming too. Pogs. Ah, little. They, they were just coins. Pogs. Po- pogs. Yeah, I don't. I guess I'm not remembering that one. They were just coins, pretty much, with a picture on it. I had a bunch of Pokemon pogs. I believe they were called pogs. Wait, a, okay. It was just pretty much a coin with a picture on it. You play. You play a game with them. I remember those. Okay, I was going to say, I remember Pokemon games. You played for keeps, too, bro. You played for keeps, too. We weren't (laughs) fucking around with pogs, dude. (laughs) You're out in the playground. Play of the games. Yeah, you're tossing it down, which I don't remember how it goes, really. To be fair, I used to play pogs wrong. I used to play quarters with pogs. (laughs) And then I found out pogs is something where you toss them, and then whether it's up or down or something, and what it's touching around it, now you get to pick up. Something like that. I used to smack people in the knuckles with them. <laughs> Did you ever play quarters? Yeah. Yeah, I used to. Because they were it once and then realized I hated it. You played it. Oh, did you get bloodied? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. Usually in my school, if someone was like, hey, do you want to play quarters? Like, they wanted to fuck you up. Yeah. Like, they wanted to hurt you and get away with it because they're just playing a game. And then you're going to be like, ah. And then if you reacted, they're like, oh, you're a bitch. Uh, but it was more of like they wanted to call you a bitch. There was a reason for it because they obviously knew I don't play with anybody. I don't play these games, and I've never done any of that shit. So they, I'm gonna do it. They're gonna do it. They're gonna make fun of me, and I'm gonna look like an idiot. And I'm yeah. never gonna date Becky. That's I was. I thought it was like Holly or something. Hannah. Hannah. That's it. It's not even my it school was, crush. God it was. Uh, <laughs> that's why you get really good at quarters. Okay. And never ask anybody to play. 
Oh, so that like you're just the you're a then the challenger approaches. Yeah, you want to play quarters, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> and it's the it's the Dio meme. They're what a mistake! Yeah, this god, they're just come out. Yeah, me. he has all his friends behind him too. Yeah, you put your knuckles down. He misses the one. You throw one out, and his knuckles are just immediately bleeding. Yeah, he can't back down now either. <laughs> no. That was my favorite thing to do. <laughs> and we used to play taco. I I don't remember what we called it. I think we just called it taco packet. Taco packet. Yeah, we'd use. It was these things that we got with the school lunch tacos. It was their hot sauce, but there's it wasn't hot sauce. It just said taco on it. <laughs> got it. And you would sit at a table, and you would slide it across the table to each other. And whoever got it to hang off the table but not fall, the other person had to suck it down. You had to open it and just eat it on the spot. Oh, okay. So we used to sit there. Everyone would pull up their taco packets, and we'd sit there sliding them. I was so good at it. (laughs) But also, I loved those things. So losing was good because I got to eat them. There you go. I would just eat them anyway. Damn. I loved them. I don't think I had many of those games. Well, I, I didn't play them. So if there was, I wasn't playing. So I didn't seek them out in my school. Yeah, that was the weird thing about going to high school. You lost all the fun stuff. Middle school, we were playing football at lunch. We were playing tetherball, basketball, all these crazy things. Yep. High school turned around, and it was we have to go all the way to the gym, and we can't even check out footballs. Nope. What are we supposed to do? Yep. So you just sit there being <laughs> bored. Yeah. That was high school lunch. Yeah, you finish your food and you just sit there. And what you're going to do after lunch is you're going to go to class and you just sit there. Yeah, and all you did was talk yep. the whole time. It was almost like they were prepping us for working in an office. Damn. You know, school. Yeah. Prep for office work. Damn. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. But there is one exciting thing coming. This season of anime. This is exciting for me, most of all, I believe. No, I'm excited. This season of anime is has near near automata the anime. Yes. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It actually changed my perspective on humanity. Damn. The game. Legitimately. It changed the way I think about people. It changed the way I think about how I carry myself in life. And the fact that other people have a full life that I need to be not cognizant of everything that happens in their lives. But I need to have a understanding that not everybody has to be in a chipper, happy mood for me at all times. And if somebody's in a bad spot, think about maybe they're in a rough moment of their lives and I should be gracious in this moment to them. Mm. Because we've all had that ourselves where somebody might tell a story. And one dude just, there was this guy at, at the bookstore and, and oh, dude, he was such an asshole. And he was so, I was having a really bad day that day. They don't know that, but now there's a story about how bad I was. <laughs> yeah. Right? If, if somebody's being awful to you, sometimes people are just bad. Mm-hmm. But also think about all the bad days you've had. And maybe they're in one of those for this one brief moment that you meet them. And that is not the person that they are in entirety. That's what this game brought you? Things like that. There's many, many things, but things like that were from the game. Jesus. To to think more about the collective, about people around me, about helping those mm. that are struggling at the time. Damn. Near means a lot. <laughs> near means a lot to me. I think it's near and dear to many people who have played it. Cute. And gone through these, I guess, emotions 
finding out things about themselves, all of it. Nier did a lot. Mm. So we're going to watch the first episode of the Nier Automata anime. It looks like it's stunningly gorgeous in terms of animation. I'm really excited about it. Let's see if what 2B has to offer. Maybe a little 9S, bastard, but what 2B has for us. That was the that was the opening of the game. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask, but I was like, I don't want to keep being like, was this in the game? Is this in the game? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad that that was, that that was, was in my, game. yeah, that was one of my questions. When she lands, stands up, takes out the sword, yeah. and does it off to the side, it's a shot for shot, that part of the game. <laughs> the only thing I keep thinking of is like, I know them. I know them from Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was like, that big robot kicked his ass. Oh. I knew you. I was waiting for her to show up. I knew you were going to say something. God damn, the fights are dope looking. Oh, the little, the little buddy. He helped. What was his name again? I forgot his name. It's just a pod. I love him. Damn. 9S, do you need to tell me this right now? Dude, he doesn't shut up. <laughs> Sometimes you just need people to be quiet. <laughs> I feel like I feel like in the game, if they were like, uh, something's jamming the, the call, you'd be like, oh, thank God. Hey. I like 9S. You just said he doesn't shut up. It was a joke because she's saying it. Oh. They're going to need the Warrior of Light for this one. Welcome to the first boss of the game. <laughs> oh, no. Shit. What was that? Are we going to get a little puppet? Of oh! Was that the end of their description? I can't. That was, that was one of the endings. I can't. The That's one of the endings. That's the cutest thing in the I need. I really hope they have little puppet bits at the end of every episode. I'm assuming they're going to show you all the different endings that are possible. I can't. That's the fucking cutest. There's an do ending really for every just, letter like, of the alphabet. Do you just bump into each other with your black boxes out and then fucking die? You destroy everything if you <laughs> if you do it on on the ship. Oh my god, dude! There's a bunch of just weird things. You just do something, you die. And the game rolls credits. <laughs> I love the sped up credits right there. That's what they do in the game, too. <laughs> that was hilarious. He was just like, oh, guys, here's this black box. What they do is really cool. Tubi's just like, oh, don't ask. Because they treat it as the end of the story. <laughs> you ended the story right there by doing that. So oh my God. here's all the credits real fast. Here's everybody who made the game. <laughs> We hope that you don't pretend that that's actually the end of the game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, just don't eat fish, spoiler. Okay. <laughs> or do, if you want to see it. See what happens to an android that eats fish. <laughs> Damn. I realized while watching this. Yeah. So, I've always I've wanted you to play this game for a long time. Yes. I want a bunch of people to play this game. It's, it's sold fairly well for what it is. But there's a ton of people who have never played it. And I think not that you should play the game or that it I, I am forcing it or imposing it on anybody, but I think the game it has a ton of merit for everybody to play. And I'm realizing 
how difficult it is going to be for me to discuss things about this. <laughs> how difficult I'm I'm wading into a minefield of choosing my words and alluding to things but not outright saying them so that people can think about them and not have a very specific idea on what the implications are. Okay. It's going to be very difficult. I'm sorry, you're going to have to, to wait to discuss this, in this, this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be kind of hard. Be, yeah, this episode's going to be a bit tough for you. That was uh, from from uh, my knowledge of the of the game so far. Uh, not game, but the I've played Final Fantasy fourteen, and I've seen like little snippets of two second clips of people posting like it was really funny on your automata and they'll show like a little robot doing something and I'm like oh it's the cutest and that's really about it or of course everyone's seen like the. If you blow up your clothes, you now walk around half naked as 2B. Like, that's all I know of the game. Well, you don't blow up your clothes. You self-detonate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. With one HP left. Damn. Yeah, that's it. That's that's the last thing. You just do that if you're in a pickle. Yeah. Self-detonate. Also means your clothes explode. So, do you, like, they, so is this uh, too much spoilers to wonder... So they downloaded their memories into a new Android, and it was to be again. She woke up, and she's the new model. Not a new model, but she is a new uh, one of her right off the assembly line, I'm assuming. And she has the memories of all of her past. She has all the memories because 9S uploaded them. That's why she was like, thank you for yeah. uploading them. Okay. So you can also think of things. This isn't a spoiler. It's just a way that the world works. There's places on the Earth that look like vending machines that they will get into their body will get into it and then they will transfer their thoughts and everything all of the information inside their memory banks to the other body on the ship and that one runs around oh 2b is a designation got it of a thing yeah there's there's a bunch of husks almost yeah there's a similar thing if you die in the game then where you died, there will be a android body. Really? Yeah. Damn. Because you just upload the upload the knowledge and whatever information into the next thing, and it runs around. It's the same person, kind of, because of the memory that gets put into it. Of course, yeah. But yeah, you just—it's an android. Why wouldn't you do that? Just a bunch of bunch of little two B things, but there's only one with the the thoughts of her i was gonna say so they're obviously alluding so this is obviously i'm not gonna keep stating from from what i've seen or with without playing the games because we all we're already aware that i'm coming across from this perspective as i saw 2b has more emotion than she lets on 2b they kind of show you in this that when 9S is talking and she says, hey, does this have anything to do with the mission? No. Okay, let's shut it down. You don't have to call me miss. You don't have to do these things because I do not have emotion. I'm a soldier. I do not have to do these. Th- th- this is the strictures with which I live in. Yes. The dichotomy that she deals with and that she has to deal with is she is the best soldier she can be. Yep. So she is a rule follower. 100% will go down the list, the checklist of all the rules she has to follow, but her inner self breaks those rules. She has emotion. She's not allowed to have emotion. Yep. So she follows the rules of no emotion 
stifling everything she feels all the time. Okay. So it's not just it's not just that she's a rogue android that has emotions when they shouldn't. Mm. It's she does have emotions when she shouldn't, but she also wants to be the best possible version of the soldier she is. Mm. So she will force herself not to have them. I always wondered in the game, excuse me, uh, the the game that I knew one of them was going to be not emotionless, but uh, from the pre- the the point of the game being androids and machines and robots and humans and all that. Uh, I feel like the concept always comes up when talking about about these things is um, androids gaining not sentience, but um, uh, but emotions or or gaining or growing like humans would. Uh, and I feel I knew that that was going to be part of the near stories and and part of an element to them but again never playing them i always wondered which one how would they tackle it and when this anime was was announced i was excited because i'm like all right cool we're gonna watch on the podcast i'm gonna be able to binge it because i think i have near uh on my playstation but i've just never jumped into it i think the i've always wondered is it, it was the story going to be made that to be was the one that had emotion and no one uh, and she didn't let anyone know or were they going to conquer it a way of everyone around her is failing by having emotion and she's the only one staying alive or rocking through the story by only following these rules and not having emotion and then I was figuring there might be a story element that's like oh later on she she realized that she had it all along and I thought it was going to be like that I wasn't sure I was like there could be millions of ways well, to that just sounds this. like a <laughs> that just sounds like a children's story. Listen, all along she she, yeah, she always had it. Follow her heart to yeah, the Kingdom sounds, Heart. Yeah, no, I well, <laughs> Kingdom Heart's very different. But that sounds like a that that had it in herself all along. Sounds yeah. like a twenty-eight page children's picture book. Listen, sometimes those are the best stories. No, <laughs> just no. <laughs> I've read a lot of books and watched a lot of stuff in my day. I can tell you, those um, are impactful, but they're not the best stories. I like the I like the choice that immediately seeing her walk out and I immediately gathered that she has a little bit she's already hiding some of the emotions. It it lets me connect a bit knowing like oh is there ever going to be a bit where she's going to show any emotion because of course as a main character I'd love to see you give a shit. That's what I'd like I I'd love if you, if she has anger if she has anxiety she has fear she has worry I feel it as the watcher. So I want her to feel it, of course. But 9S, I don't know if he's not supposed to because he he is way more emotionally on the sleeve than she is in this anime. You think he's emotionally on the sleeve or if you think he just acts more like a human? That's, yeah, fair. He all jokes right. around more. He talks more. He, yep. he, he does all of the normal human, I just met you. He felt very, way more human than she did. Yeah, he has a bunch of personality. Yeah, and I'm sure she has some. I mean, she's just, of course, she's a be, you know best soldier, sticking to her job, crushing it. She and I, I, you know, also might be a defense because her being the best soldier, of course, you know, you're gonna lose everyone around you. You're just gonna keep going in, and you you just keep having to redo this little wheel here. You can't save everybody. You got to be willing to be like, all right, cool. I'm, I can't. I don't get connected. Don't talk much. That's why I feel like part of that might have been. You know, 9S, is this story pertinent to what we're doing right now? He's like, no, no sorry. Okay. like Keep calms free. Yeah, keep calms free. That I, I think that, of course, there was a, you know, don't, like, soldier-wise, like, oh, yeah, hey, keep keep focused. But I think there was a little bit of undertone there of, don't, don't tell me too much. I don't want to, because if you just get 
I don't want to get connected to you right now. So stay focused because if I get connected to you and you know that, that's bad news bears for me, I'm assuming, because someone must be in charge of this this whole kit and caboodle. And if their androids start having emotions, I'm sure they get... There's, these rules are set in place for a reason. There's no way they can... About this. I know. Damn it. <laughs> and I'm walking Justin into a landmine. Damn it. Um, that All right, so I want to talk about the action. I saw a bit on Twitter. So one person commented, uh, and I saw a huge number of comments, and I did not click it because I was like, I'm not going to ruin this anime for myself. One person was like, anime was fantastic. Loved it. Wasn't a fan of the CGI at the beginning. And that's all they said. I was like, all right, so there's going to be CGI. Let's see. Watching it didn't fucking bother me at all. I didn't bother me at all either. Not one bit. I think the the action alluded to the the power and the and the and the fastness of the anime. It didn't. It wasn't something. And they cut in and out of it, which I don't mind. I actually think it's a nice bit of a reprieve when it'll go from like like say they're um, uh, uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly did it a little bit when they were in like three oh, D. They're all they're racing around, and it, of course I noticed it was three D. I was like, oh, it's three D here, and then they cut back to someone who's two D talking. Like, they're just talking. And I'm like, all right. The 3D is used to to gather the amount of speed or action that they're going that they they thought it was better for the scene or faster to animate than whatever. As long as it serves the purpose and it, and I feel the weight of objects, I feel that they don't... We've talked, we've talked a lot that 3D things often move weird. I feel like they usually either... they If they're, a creature's walking, they walk weird. They look like they're fake. I think the thing that makes them look weird is... When you're doing animation for 2D and drawing animation on cells and stuff like that, yeah. then you have the smears, which is supposed to take the place of, uh, 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 what is it called? When something moves, everyone turns it off in video games. Oh, blur. Blur. Um, uh, it's not motion called blur. blur. Motion blur. I see. Yeah. Motion blur. So the smear is motion blur. Mm-hmm. That's the point of the smear. And then it seems as though a lot of times when it is 3D there is no motion blur they haven't added the motion blur as a filter or whatever however you put that in note it in they don't have the motion blur added yeah so they're still doing in many anime they're still doing smears and they're making sure when somebody's face moves really fast away because they got punched those in-betweens aren't a perfect head mm-hmm. it is stretched and weird because that makes it look real Yep. when it's playing at full speed. It does feel as though a lot of times the 3D doesn't have that added, and that's why it will look a bit weird. That's true. But one thing that I... Because there's a lot of times that I don't really like the 3D in different anime, but it's almost exclusively when they just did it because they needed a bunch of cars to be yeah, moving oh, through yeah. the place. It has, that was just, well, we just need cars. We just need more stuff moving. Just put something in there. Who cares? When it is put in and the idea behind it is specific, it always comes down to that kind of thing. There's a reason why we used it. They needed them to be, especially in this, they needed it to be very sharp, clean, hard lines. Yeah. For everything. While the mechs, they decided that they needed those to be very different from the person or the android that is supposed to feel more organic. Mm-hmm. Even to be inside the mech, to be was, I'm pretty sure, just 2D animated inside it. And then yeah. it was 3D around her. Mm-hmm. Which would make sense 
of this is the just the first episode, but I didn't really see the robots, the machines. I can't. This is this is gonna be a weird tiptoe that I do. Okay. Some machines seemed more 2D animated than others. And I think the humanity behind some things is a reason why some machines might be more 3D in the show than others. That's adorable. I think uh, I was going for um, size and weight, uh, especially because... Well, as, all right, so the, uh, just laying it out, the... The little dudes were drawn. Those are 2D. Those are adorable. I can't get over how cute they are. And Pod was uh, was 2D animated for a while. I think at one point he was 3, but most of the time he was 2. Um, and then the the big boy, Gar- uh, was it Goliath? The Goliath class. Yeah, Goliath class. He was 3D animated almost the entire time. All of the little guys that were flying and attacking... Oh, they were, were as also three well. D. I think what's uh, what's funny is we we've talked about three uh, D being possibly uh, what was it? Um, not Silicon Valley. Uh, what's what do you it? mean Silicon? Valley? Not Silicon Valley. Uh, there's a, something of Valley, Uncanny Valley, Uncanny Valley. Yeah, where I see it and I'm I'm like, oh, that's it feels awkward for me to to look at. Yeah. So do you know the Uncanny Valley? What the point of it is? Wasn't it because it's getting too close to? There's a level of if it's getting too close to uh, human looking that, uh, but right before it is the most uncomfortable yes. because you're not sure what you're looking at. It's not because you're not sure what you're looking at. It's because we're so good at understanding faces. If there's not an artistic change behind it, then it looks wrong. Our uh, brain says that's not real. Okay, and it forces us to feel weird around it, kind of. Got it. Okay. If that human face, if there's a fake human face and it's almost perfect, but there's just not that kind of life behind it. Yeah. It's the uncanny valley of, I'm, you kind of feel weird and scared almost. Yeah. yeah. This shouldn't be the way that it is. Hmm. Maybe that isn't why I'm thinking. Cause I was, it, there's a, there's a bit of a, a step back from when I see the 3d monster. And then when I see like 2d and 9s animated, 2D. 2B, you monster. Sorry, I'm. This is gonna be hard for me. Uh, but see, like when he's 3D animated, he feels bigger and he feels like he's not part of this world. I think we actually touched on it in that really fucking atrocious anime uh, a long time ago. The Crunchyroll one. Yeah, the Crunchy one, where the brothers were both on screen at the same time, and one yeah. of them was 3D and the other was 2D. And we tried to come up with a reason. We're like, maybe this is the reason why. And it was a that's a good reason if they wanted that, but we know it wasn't. That was why. But they no, were like, no. uh, when there's two different characters on screen, one of them's 3D and the other one is 2D. If used correctly, like you said, if there's a reason behind it, it actually feels nice. It felt like that was this this big. I'll never I'll never know that he's not on screen. Goal that he feels almost like more of a mountain to me than a character or or a an enemy to me because he's so big to, he feels like part of the level if this was a video game he feels like like the i'm sure everyone knows in video games like when the enemy is so big he takes up more of the screen like he, he's bigger than the screen so you he, you feel the that size that one literally is yeah i was i was going to say i remember final fantasy 14 he's bigger than the screen unless yes. you zoom out and i don't like me but um the uh he felt bigger than the screen and it, it felt totally okay to me that he was 3D never bothered me because of he felt like 
the boss. He felt like an enemy that I had to, like, that the main characters that I was investing in had to defeat. It felt okay to me. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a thing that I don't know if they're going to do. I think if they do, it'll be awesome. Okay. That they don't have to either. This story is very much a tale of two tapes. And <laughs> there's... I don't want to say multiple endings because if you say there's an ending, then people think stop there. Yeah. There's not... There's th- three times the credits roll in the game. But you shouldn't stop the first two times because you haven't beaten the game yet. The credits roll... And then you keep going. The game's not done. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. But there's things when it comes to having 3D and 2D on the screen at the same time. I think they can employ that very well. Just like SSSS Gridman. Yeah. Yes, SS. However many SS Gridman. <laughs> they did a really cool thing of they had their kaiju and they had their large, bigger than life mech monsters fighting each other be 3D through and through they weren't trying to hide it they weren't trying to do anything and the way that they made it felt a lot like watching those old shows where it's two dudes in big rubber suits yeah fighting and that seems to be a specific choice that Mm. they made because that's the type of show that they wanted yeah and that's great for what it is because everything needs a choice behind it I think 3D and 2D together can work super well in this. And there can even be times where changing somebody from 2D to 3D for for a story moment mm-hmm. could also be very interesting. Yeah. Just based on what you can take from this story, at least everything that they did in the game. Mm-hmm. And you can get an understanding of who is who, who is on what side, who is thinking what in the moment because of what they are. Okay. And some characters, this is very, I understand this is very cryptic, but there's things that I can't say. (laughs) Of course. So some characters being 2D for us right now and everyone they're looking at being 3D and then later on, everyone that they were looking at that was 3D to them in their perception being 2D because we start to understand that group better. They're no longer as alienated from the people that we're following mm-hmm. because we're beginning to understand them. I think that could also be a very interesting thing. I'm not saying they do it. I have no idea. And they also don't have to do it because I think the story stands for itself. Yeah. But if that was a thing, I think it would be a very interesting choice. Hmm. Okay. Have to look out for that as we watch. I'm definitely looking out for it right now. <laughs> I think a, a good um, a good way to tell as well, because uh, a lot of people, I think their first assumption is when they're uh, is when they see 3D, and you know, they're like, oh, did they try to cut corners with it? Uh, I think a really good example for this one, knowing full well that I'm sure they had funding, but knowing that I I very much doubt that was the case. Because if you see when she drops down, for those of you who just watched this anime, and for those of you who are going to, I look for this moment. I thought it was sick 
when she lands down and just starts going toe and toe with these with these androids, just whips her sword out with the machines. Sorry, machines. I have to get that correct. Um, with these machines, she whips her sword out and she's like, "Let's go." It was she's two D animated, and she just starts like hacking and slashing and twirling and kicking and oh, that fight was dope looking. She looks so cool. Oh, like when she was like flipping around, like all like even like the way that she like they didn't the um. They didn't do the caveat of uh, of like anime uh, a couple times where like say things are going so fast that all of a sudden like their arm goes so fast it doesn't look like they like moved it. They'll just make it a blur and then the arm will just be out because they're so fast. It didn't do that. It showed her arm like whip all the way across and they showed her slicing right through the metal of her opponents and then the coolness of her jumping up and flipping in the air and then kicking. I was I was like this one. That's sick. <laughs> that is so cool. It's also hilarious because they they are pretty much bringing the combat from the game into this animation. Yeah, I saw. I felt that immediately when they showed uh, when the uh, machines in the sky started shooting the little orbs, and she was dodging them. I was like, "Here we go, bullet hell." Well, not even that. I'm talking about the sword fighting that you were just talking about. Oh, specifically. Okay, she's. When you're playing the game, you're flipping all over the place while you're doing your attack. Yeah. Your slash isn't just, mm, I slash. <laughs> it is the the weight of the sword coming across now makes the body flip and spin, which gets more inertia into the blade for the attacks and oh. doing pretty much somersaults and, and, and all types of crazy flips in the air. That is how the combat system in the game is. Damn. I think they're very very on the nose with everything that they're doing trying to make it they're just doing the game Mm -hmm. in anime yeah I'm loving it it's wild yeah it looks very pretty too there's something that I wanted to I I realized something about uh, I was recently looking at I forget I think it was a Final Fantasy uh, Final Fantasy 14 I was looking at it and uh, my fiance saw my character again and she was like why do you always play a girl and at first, I was like, "Cause girls are prettier to look at," but then I was actually thinking about it to myself. Oh, I was playing uh, Cyberpunk, and I was like, "Why do I? Why do I?" Because I was uh, there's the reason I wanted to play a boy, the reason I I like playing girls, and I I thought about it more, and I think it goes way past like sexual, like oh yeah, girls are cute, like I like to look at girls. I think the female form is fucking dope. I think it's a really cool, uh, I think shape to see uh, in general. I would rather see like the female form doing these badass things. Even if it's not being sexy in any way, I find the female form, as maybe it's the artist in me, really cool. And it, it, it's something, it's like a fire. I don't like looking away. I just kind of want to enjoy. And so when it seemed to be being badass, and there was something I wanted to touch on, was they, they showed there are little bits where her skirt lifts up. And I know that's from the game as well. She has a short skirt. And I was like, Oh no! Is this fan service going to ruin this? Because I know that um, fan service in the wrong places can definitely be off-putting. And I was like, "Oh, is this going to piss a lot of people off?" They're like, oh, they're sexualizing her. And I'm like, "I know that's part of the game, but if it's part of the anime, they're trying to do it." So I was like, "Oh, is it bad?" But when I was watching it, it didn't feel weird at all. I wasn't like, "Oh, the skirt lifted up." I'm not being weird. It's part of it. She's just a very attractive character doing really badass things, yeah. and it, it didn't. There was they were just hand in hand. And I, I love, I think that's one of the coolest things to me was like, 2B is such a dope character design. I love her look, I love her feel, I love her voice and the way she moves and the way she attacks. Um, I think it was just a really good, it's kind of like, I want to like, 
like uh, like pat the people on the head of the of the like that do fan service dramatically, like Fire Force or whatever, and be like, hey, look, fan service can be fine. It's in there. People are attractive. They could be sexy, whatever. But that's not the point. I'm watching this, and I'd like to enjoy the character. If there's happens to be things that I'm like, that was really attractive, move on. That's not the point of why I'm watching. I think fan service can absolutely be a really cool part of something. That's just like, it's like sprinkling a little bit of like, it's like oh, would you like fresh cracked pepper on your steak? Yeah, give it to me. I'm really enjoying the fucking steak though. So I just, I felt that was such a good combination because I I, I really go back to that little fight scene because it, it had everything I liked. Dope character, the music was cool, the sword fighting was awesome, and 2B's obviously gorgeous. And like, I, in the moment I was like, oh wait, doesn't 2B like way more? Because that's so cool that like when she kicks, she has like strength of, of a machine and shit. Like, that was just cool to me. I was like nerding out. I was like, oh, it's like Terminator. I don't know, I just, it. It was a very cool moment, and I, I liked examining every bit of it. Yeah, I think there's differences between, because I really don't like fan service, mm-hmm. but I don't see the stuff from this as fan service. Okay. The, this wasn't fan service. They're not stopping halfway through a swing that she's doing to show her panties. Okay, She's yeah. just jumping around, and this is the form that she exists in. Mm-hmm. There's a weird thing these days. I feel as though... Being a hot chick is almost disallowed. Yes. People act like it's bad. Mm-hmm. 2B is an amazing character that is also a good-looking woman. Yeah. And if any time any of her skin shows for a brief moment just because the camera is here and she does a flip attack, if people immediately decide that that is fan service then I think that's completely on them. Because hmm. she was just existing in the world the way that she looks. And if that is a problem, that's insane to me. Yeah. Insane to me. Yeah. I understand the argument could be made, this skirt is short, but would you want a flowing dress if you were a soldier? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's very tight, and it's this small frill of a skirt. Mm-hmm. I just, I guess I believe that there's nuance to fan service. Just somebody living and being good looking is not fan service to me. <laughs> it's just the same way a, a lady walking down the street that is obscenely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She's unbelievably good looking. She's not out there being a nuisance because she looks good. And it's not, <laughs> and it's not up to her to do something to herself to make it so other people she could choose to I don't like it that people look at me Mm -hmm. but it's not her fault yeah and she shouldn't be she shouldn't be chastised or thought of differently because she looks good yeah just the same way if if somebody who if a character who was a dude who didn't look good or a dude is just some other thing besides 2B mm-hmm. was doing the exact same movements with the exact same camera angles. Nothing was different if it was completely fine. And then somebody brought up the the way that she looks in her form in this and it's a problem. Yeah. Then that, that I would have to have a, a strong argument with that person. Yeah. About they're forcing it. They're forcing the idea of it on her mm. when she's just a soldier fighting and I didn't see moments. I didn't. Sure, you saw 
her butt and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see moments where they were wink, wink, nudge, nudging. She has tits in an ass. Ha ha, look at it. Yeah, I think There was never a moment. That's really like a big thing that I wanted to say. Like it, it felt so, it did not feel like I, it was just like a part of the story and it, it just yeah. moved right on because I was like, yeah, that's just, she, like you said, she's a great character. She happens to be attractive and she, like this is just the, how she's moving and, and, and reacting and her clothes have gravity and weight to them as the artist would 100% have studied learned and moved with her that is how she would move and it i don't know it just it felt nice it felt like a a nice little breath of air of being like oh my god this is just like it's nice and comforting to watch because it's this is not they didn't try to over sexualize her they didn't under sexual they just she's the character she's doing her thing she's kick-ass and even the dudes i saw i don't know if they're in the game but the the dudes from the intro there was two gray-haired i'm assuming android dudes who uh fucking stunning. I, these, uh, they got uh, six packs and all. I'm like, dude, nice. Cool, go ahead, move on. Didn't care. Move. I have no idea. I've never seen them in the game, but if they are, I'm like, sweet. <laughs> but if they are. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Ah! Okay, yeah, so. I ju- I'm just saying this is just the game. Yeah, okay. So I can I can usually take for granted. You can pretty much think that the characters that were in the intro are from the game. Unless something changes drastically, this was very much the beginning of the game. Okay. And I'm assuming they're telling the story of the game. They're even going so far as to the end, they're showing you the different endings that I, you can get within the game. I fucking adore it. Dude, the little puppets, I with a little pep puppet pod, he was just like, now for the segment about learning the endings. I was like, what? It's very Monty Python-esque. All of a sudden, the dude, Tubi's puppet had dangly legs because they were part of it. She, like, dangled. I was like, this looks silly. Who did this? This is adorable. Yeah. I little puppet it. things. It seems like there's a lot of little puppet things at the ends of anime these days. I can't. I fucking love it. I did not know. Uh, one thing I watching, reading the manga of Naruto, I had no idea at the ending of Naruto episodes. Uh, I don't know how often they were, but there was, like, a fucking... Naruto and whoever other character would come on screen and talk about what just happened and 100% break the fourth wall. They just be like, crazy how uh, Zabuza's alive, right? Yeah, we're all really shocked. Remember him on the bridge? Ah, darn you, Naruto. You're always bringing up the past. And I'm like sitting there like, this is a really intense moment. Why are we joking about this? This is craziness. Had no idea that was a thing. So yeah, I've seen more often than I thought seeing little characters talking about or talking to the viewer. It's adorable. Yeah. Sure, got to get that kid angle in there. Love it. I'm going to get into the Johto's a little bit here. Ooh. So I I love a good adaptation. Bad adaptations suck. But if there's a really good adaptation of something that you enjoy, it feels nice. And there's a weird line between them. Because take things like The Shining and Fight Club for instance, the movies themselves. The Shining, the movie, is hated by the book's author because it's nothing like the book. It's so vastly different. And then Fight Club, I think, is fairly different. It has similar through lines, but reading the book and then watching the movie is a, is a different experience. Mm-hmm. Both of those are great and hailed as phenomenal movies. They're adaptations of a story, and you could be mad at them for it. 
could be mad at them for changing so much. The Shining, the movie, they might as well have not called it The Shining. I don't understand <laughs> what it has to do with The Shine anymore. You've read the book? I read part of the book, and I really disliked it. I know why you did. So yeah. I put it down. I just don't. I yep. just didn't like it. But I got far enough in to know this it's nothing, nothing alike. <laughs> it's very, very different. Okay. But then there's things... I believe the Lord of the Rings trilogy movies are a great thing to look at. Helm's Deep. Yep. We all know from the movies that a group of elves are sent to help fight in the war against the Urukai with the men. A large group of elves, an army of elves, pretty much. That's not what happened in the book. Elrond sent his two sons. Yep. Sent his two sons to the Battle of Helm's Deep to help. The reason why they sent an army in the movies to help at the Battle of Helm's Deep is how movies are structured, how fast they need to go, and how much it takes to introduce new characters. If they tried to introduce Elrond's sons, who know people at the Battle of Helm's Deep, who would have had history with them, introduce them to an audience in a way that they would care about them, it would take way too much time. So the army of elves showing up gets the same idea across that men and elves are coming together again to fight against evil, that it was still true to the story, but it adapted it in a way that fit to film. Hmm. So there's this fine line. Be exactly the same or be very different possibly alienate the author of whatever you yeah. took from yep. but still make a great film in its own right mm -hmm. and I was wondering what direction this was going to go because there's things in near that I don't know how you make it not a video game mm. I truly don't un I truly don't know how you put it in a different medium I actually was going to bring something about that up. I was uh, I was going to ask you. Uh, I was going through. I was floating through a couple of topics, and one of the ones I did not write down, but uh, I was actually going to bring this up to you was uh, mid episode. I thought of it. Um, was uh, do you think that near? Although the anime is fantastic, do you feel that near? To be determined. We've only watched yeah, yeah, episode yeah. one. I like the episode. Uh, I I remember. I've never thought of this concept until someone brought up Hideo Kojima games and how he works on them and how PT could not have worked as anything but a video game it was it was it felt purely as beautifully as it was made to be a video game to be experienced through the medium of video gaming i've never played near but i was going to ask you as someone who who loved it uh, as much do you think that the medium itself was created for video games or do you think the story was but I, I that's something that you brought up to me right in your topic that because of the animating it almost seems like like a welcome challenge to create into an anime maybe they looked at it and I, I'm assuming they're working with the creators of the anime, of the game pretty closely I would hope so instead of just being like people that worked on it because you you never know maybe they don't have contact with the people in the game I'm pretty sure they would have contact okay with them I don't know how much yeah but you, it's their property <laughs> it's true you would have to have some form of some form of contact and usually I guess I don't 
I don't read. There's not a bunch of anime news that comes my way. Yeah. All of the time. Mm-hmm. The same as Hollywood always has a bunch of news. Yeah. And they say, oh, this production ties with the actual creator of it. How good can it still be? That kind of stuff. Kim Kardashian says she wants to be in Marvel. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I can't, I have no idea. I'm assuming though that they had a bunch of, they had a bunch of say in what was going on. And it's very, so far it is the game. Yeah. It feels like, especially how you've said how close it was to the game. I, it definitely feels like there is like a, um, not a fact checker, but it, I feel like they would have sent someone over who probably knows a lot about the game or was part of almost every step of the game, That especially in the writing process. He was like, all right, I'm going to set right down. Apparently there was this early Marvel, um, a comic book person that would help who knew the comic books throughout the entire thing. And when they were writing it, they'd look over at him and he'd be, nope, that's not at all the process and they're like okay we gotta mold it around to make sure that it ends up in a way that we need it to go because this is the direction of the comic so I would assume that was probably a similar process the guy goes in there and be like you guys played the game but so you know here's nuances that we were going into um, uh, to, 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 to mold the story and to make sure that or maybe I'm not gonna lie near, near sounds like a finicky, finicky beast Sounds like a, its own little little monster that likes to do whatever the fuck it wants and has multiple endings of animes and games. So who knows? Maybe this this is gonna pull up. No spoiler warning here. Um, uh, like a Final Fantasy VII and do whatever the fuck it wants. It might it might pull that. Are remake? Yeah, remake. I don't know. There's okay. the the endings. I think are different than what you think they are. Okay. The. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, so there's there's an ending for every letter of the alphabet. Yes. But like I said earlier, one of those endings is I ate an oily fish and I died. Yep. One of the endings is I'm not going to spoil anything big. No, I, 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 yeah. But when you're playing the game, you have your way of leveling up is to have more saved into your RAM or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you slot in better move sets. But there's one thing that always has to stay in there. And when you click on it, it says, if you get rid of this, you die because this is your existence. And you get rid of it and you die. You end the game. And that's one of the endings. So there's a ton of those. <laughs> yeah. But then there's the main ones. Yes. You come to the end and then you keep playing mm-hmm. because that's not the end of the game. It just rolled credits. And it will say you got that ending. Mm-hmm. And then you play and then it comes to an ending and it says, now you got that ending. And then you keep playing. And then you get the next ending. Okay. So there's a strict progression of endings. Mm. So maybe, but it would be super anticlimactic if they just, the last episode they said, and you ate a fish. <laughs> and died. Yeah. And that's the end of 2B's story. Yep. That would be super anticlimactic. They could change things up and be interesting if they did, mm-hmm. but it seems as though they're trying to tell the story that was in the game. And maybe because though a bunch of people love the game and a bunch of people have played the game, it's nowhere near on the scale of many other The Last of Us. It's nowhere near on the scale of God of War. Such a smaller percentage of people have played the game that they still wanted the story to be told for people to follow. Ah, okay. I think maybe that is the thing. Including the fact that there is a long story short and a short story long, the book's... (laughs) About the game, there are books about the. There's are they're near books. Yeah, short story long. I believe that's the 
phrasing for it is Wait, a no book shit. that it's, is the game. Th- oh. It's the book of the game. Oh, I thought you were making a, a joke of like, long story short, I thought you were. No, that's the title of the book. Oh. Yoko Taro's a madman. <laughs> I thought that was. I was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. That's a book. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, those are the books about the games, and it's there's a little bit of extra information in them. But if you read a short story long, you're pretty much reading a novelization of the game. Okay. And does that go past? Uh, does that go? Through the story of near replication, replicant, replicant. No, okay. Those are near automata, a short story long. Near automata, a long story short. Oh, okay. When near replicant come out came out, it was just called near. That's right. That was the dude, the older dude. Because that's well, we talked about this on the stream. Uh, and then off stream, I was like, "Dude, you gotta, you there, gotta let me in on this because I remember as a kid a a picture of an old man. His name was Near. Yeah, that was the American one. Got it. Because the Japanese one came out, and it was the guy that you saw me play as in the stream. Yep, the kid who then grows up and he's a late teens mm-hmm. trying to help his sister. And for American audiences, they said nobody in America wants to play an effeminate young boy. They want to play. They want this to be Liam Neeson's Taken. I have to do this for my daughter. (laughs) So they made it father trying to save daughter instead of brother trying to save sister. So that's why our near had an an old guy. Got it. Okay. But it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Same game. It's just in Japan you play a young effeminate boy. And I say effeminate because of how he's rendered. He just looks like any JRPG boy. Yeah. And America had the old guy but Cade was not changed it's Katie KDA KDA Cade oh you're talking about the girl who ends up being A2 yes she's the same okay she's it's just about who you're gonna play as got it got it yeah I remember seeing uh little snippets of uh you streaming that one and I I remember hearing about the game and I've always I've usually heard more stuff from people and uh, and uh viewers uh but seeing her I was like oh she would, I would, I would fall hand over head, uh, heel, head over heels, fall hand over head. I don't know what happened there. Head over heels for her. She was a, adorable and cussed like a sailor. I love her. Because of her grandma. I love her. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, but going back to this anime, I think, uh, what did you feel? I, because I was trying to listen, because I know is a huge part, but the music. What do you feel about the, the OST of this so far? I think it's the same music. Oh, okay. The uh, what I found very interesting in the very beginning, it showed to be carrying nine S, and walking up, and there was a VO. There was a two B's voice actor is talking, and it's not in the scene because two B's screaming in it. Yeah, but just talking about things that are leading up to this moment, and it was silent, and everybody knows near for the music. For a lot of things, but the music is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Some of the best video game music of all time, I believe. It was silence for the whole beginning. And I thought that was this very brave thing to do. Because hmm. you could show up immediately with the near music. I was going to say, with this magnum dong that is the near music. You could show up immediately with some of the greatest orchestral music video games have ever seen. But instead, they 
started it off with a very quiet emotional moment and then had the music swell in as the battling started. I wouldn't have expected them to do that because of what they have, but that's what they did. And in the moment, I thought it's impressive that they chose to do that, that they had the ball. It felt like they had the balls to do that. Yeah. Because of the crutch that they could have used. That is sick. That's cool to think of. Yeah, there was a there, uh, there was a little bit where she was in the sky shooting across, and then the bigger thing showed up, and then the like even more music kicked in, and I was like, "Ha ha, this is fucking cool." It was like yeah. uh, very um, uh, a lot of uh, uh, what's the word like an orchestra, but also uh, a choir. It felt like a choir singing as the orchestra was just going nuts. Yeah, that was sick. Do all uh, do all units get air units or no? Because, like, the way 2B was, I mean, uh, 9S was just like, I still have mine, so I'm going to stick to this guy. I mean, they probably do based on their missions. Okay. If you have them, why not use them? Yeah. I can't say that I know everything about every 011 and... God damn it. And different designation of Android in the entire universe. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, going on to my topic, it is... It did actually end up being very similar to yours. You said, but I have a. You backup. said I have a backup. When we were doing it, there's no way that they would even come close to each other. Just listen to my. That's what you said to me. And tell me they don't. They did not brush shoulders in the hall. It's brutal. Okay, so it's obvious, having already stated it, that I haven't played near neither the games, books, or any of the subjects. Really. Yeah. You haven't? Yeah. I've never heard that before. I know, I know. I've, I'm dropping a bomb on the, on the podcast listeners right now. This anime is my first actual look into this world, and I loved, I loved the, you loved the game, and it's one of your favorites of all time, if I remember correctly. How do you feel when someone begins to get into a subject of something you love, but it's not the thing that you enjoyed? What do you mean? Another example is Kingdom Hearts. One of the first things I ever enjoyed of Kingdom Hearts, the series, was a manga. So uh, a manga of the fuck is that how you say manga? No, <laughs> dude. I mean, power to it. However, anybody wants to say stuff, you can say it that way. But I'm gonna be honest, Tage. Me and you have talked about manga in the past. I've literally never heard you say manga in my life. I know I was reading it weird and I was stumbling, so I said manga twice. So, Sorry, um, keep going. Uh, was uh, was the Chamber of Secrets Mungay? And uh, I remember a dude uh, at school got really mad at me that that was one of the first things I ever actually read or or enjoyed of Kingdom Hearts because he was talking about Kingdom Hearts and I was like, oh, I've read the manga, I've read the, and he was like, oh, the manga, and he got super mad at me. I was like, oh, okay. So I, it was a form of gatekeeping, and. I that's all I knew of it and I got into the games later yeah I don't know if you knew that there was a manga of is it called the chamber of secrets no sorry chamber of secrets Jesus Christ uh, ch- uh ch- memories chain chain of memory chain of chain memories of mem- oh sorry, the, the game chamber of secrets so it's the name it's sorry. the same I was very confused I was about to say I can't believe that they that Harry Potter allowed them no. to call the manga chamber of secrets yeah sorry uh um, chain of memories chain of memories so, there was a manga of them. I'm assuming it follows yeah, the same as the game. Because a lot of people had a, apparently a, a many complaints about not wanting to play the games. It was a, I think a DS game. It was on game. DS, yeah. yeah. A lot of people also, it was very different game style. You had to play cards. Right. Yeah, it had a card-based battle system. And so people disliked it. And a friend of mine, Jones, had he had 
all of the mangas. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I don't really like manga, but I got these because it said Kingdom Hearts. We were pretty young. So I was like, oh, fuck, I'll read them. That sounds awesome. I don't want to play the game. Sounds good. I don't have a DS. I'm not going to buy one to play this game. So I read them, and I was I was loving every minute of it. Got the whole story. I fell head over heels with Naminé. I was like, Naminé is like one of my favorite characters of all time. So when I heard a kid talking about it, I was like, dude, I read the mangas. He's like, have you played the game? No, not yet. He was furious. He was like, dude, then don't talk to me about it. I was like, whoa, oh. Okay. I'm gonna I'm be sorry. honest. I feel like I feel as though you know my answer to this. Yeah, I that's I I feel when I wrote it, Possibly. I also I came up with a couple of of uh, examples that could get us talking about other things specific and okay. not just like because, your opinion on. Because it. I would much rather somebody be excited even about a piece that maybe I don't like or I don't know very well or I think is subservient to the part that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I would much rather them get excited in that part and then me say that's amazing my favorite part almost as a recommendation is this because i played the game and the game is so good Mm -hmm. i'm excited for you that you're in the ecosystem with me oh yeah that is that will always be my viewpoint i i've tried to adapt your viewpoint especially with Final Fantasy I think that's something I've I've learned to to kind of get better on I think I was definitely a gatekeeper just a part of my bully ways I do also believe that it is okay for somebody to express that something is bad though yeah especially yeah. if it is and if you came up to me I haven't read the manga mm-hmm. of this Kingdom Hearts if you came up to me excited about the manga of Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories mm-hmm. One, it would kind of be weird for me to go, ugh, what? Because I've never read it, and I have no idea. (laughs) But let's say, let's just say that I had and I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. If you came up to me and you were super stoked on it, it's completely fine for somebody to say, you know what? I read them too. I wasn't a big fan, but maybe it was because Mm. I love the game so much, and it felt as though they didn't get into the minutiae that the game gave me, or maybe games are a much easier thing for me to be a part of than the writing and, I, and pictures. I think that is something that's, at least in my experience, not usually a shared opinion of how to approach that situation. I just do believe that softening it, mm-hmm. instead of just immediately saying, Oh my gosh! You read that trash? No. <laughs> the only actual good part, I've been I've been thinking about this for a bit, and when people get into arguments, we go, I believe, into a kind of fight or flight. Of course, As humans, we do because we're tribal. So think about the fact that you were just going to use this example <laughs> always. Yeah. You like the manga chain of memories, mm-hmm. and there's also going to be a contingent of people behind you that also like the manga chain of memories. That's your tribe. Mm-hmm. My tribe is the games. So I come up and I say, ugh, you read the manga? The manga sucks. The games are awesome. The fight or flight kicks in because your tribe, you have to defend your tribe now. Yeah, Because you're a human. Yeah. So now it doesn't even matter if the games are good or not. Mm-hmm. You kidding me? The thing I like and that everyone around me likes is this. You must be the idiot. Yeah, so now okay. without even thinking about the merits of each one of them, we're just fighting as people. Yeah. <laughs> so even if I dislike it, and there are times when you are hyperbolic for funny sake. Of course, For yeah. comedy, things like that. But if it's really a conversation between two people about something, I believe even if you don't like it, 
especially if it's in the realm of something you do like and want to be able to talk with people about more. Yeah, not trying your best not to make someone engage in the fight or flight scenario yeah. is best because then you get to, guess what? You get to talk about the thing you like. Yeah. Yeah. And don't lie to people by any means. If you don't like the thing, let them know that you don't like it. Yeah. But don't just be rude about it because yeah. it, it would also suck. It's the same kind of leading on. Mm. Say, I hate this thing. You come up and you say, I really like this thing. I do too. <laughs> and now you're talking to me about it all the time. <laughs> and I'm just, th- now if I say I don't like it, I'm a liar and I'm breaking his heart. <laughs> oh, no. But you can say, I wasn't really a big fan. Yeah. Maybe here's why. But also I'm excited that you're in this group yeah. with us now. The, I, I mainly, one of the reasons I brought this up was because I was tested the other day. And I, I do think that I played it well. And let's hope that it continues on to, it blossoms into a beautiful love of something that was wonderful. Uh, my fiance, Linda, if anyone doesn't know, uh, she was on the couch. I'm doing the dishes. And then she just chimes in. This show looks really good. And I was like, ooh, what show? I was like, honey, what show? What show do you think re- looks really good? I don't know. It's called The Last of Us. I felt a knife right in my heart. I was like, say it shit. And I was like, don't. Oh, no. And don't I was like, do don't. Tage, if she likes it, then you guys get to watch a show. It's cool. It's always good. But maybe she's like, oh, it would have been better if this. And I'm like, let me. Because she's enjoyed games before. I've played them. She's watching them. This could be a possibility. So I was like, you know what? What if the show is good? What if you like it? What if you both like it? So I stopped myself because I was on the tip of my tongue about to say, looks like shit. Oh, damn. It's purely because I'm, I have a problem with the main actor. And so. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And so I'm just like, ah, don't. Don't do this, Tage. Don't gatekeep real quick. And I, I answered. I was like, yeah, I have high hopes for it. I'll, if you want, we can watch together. She's like, I'd like that. And that's where it ended. And I, I, I was like proud of myself. I'm like, you didn't do it. You did yeah. not hurt. Just a blossoming interest in something you liked. And if because if, what if I was like, no, it's not going to be as good as the video game. She'd have been like, okay, well, then this is something I'm not going to I'm not going to try to watch with him because he's going to be pissy the entire time. Yeah, or why would you try to watch it? Because someone who knows the video game just told me this is probably going to suck. Yep. They have more knowledge on the subject than I do, so maybe they're just, they're right. Mm -hmm. Is a thing that we go down the line of. So I do think that it's good too, especially since we have no idea if the show's good or not. There's just been trailers. Even if you have a suspicion that something's going to be bad, and you don't have to watch it by any means. There's a lot of stuff I won't watch just because I don't want to give. I vote with your wallet, vote with your views. Yeah. I don't want to give it to it just because of things I've seen the directors talking about. If if, if something looks so bad, I don't like to hate watch it because <laughs> it could be the movie of all time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Just like Morbius. I <laughs> And... Then they'll bring it back and it'll so many, they think that it's going to sell well. Yep. But yeah, I think having high hopes for something, I hope everything's very good. Mm-hmm. And then if it's bad, that sucks. But I don't want to just write something off in the very beginning. Hmm. I agree. I think that's a rough way to go. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to work my way into having that mindset every time uh, something is brought up to me. Yeah. There's a funny joke in, what was it called? Dodgeball. Okay. There's a funny joke in Dodgeball where 
Vince Vaughn's character says he never has expectations for anything because then he can never be let down. And that's funny, I think. I think it's a very funny thought. Yep. But I also think it would be much more conducive for life to always hope that things are going to be great and let that fail and it hurt for a bit and then hope for greatness again. Yeah. Then to always think everything's going to be bad because you'll manifest that. Mm-hmm. You'll feel it. Your brain will always tell you you're not worth it because everything's always going to be bad because you view everything as bad. Mm-hmm. So if you always hope for the best and then it fails, that'll suck. <laughs> It'll suck, right? Yeah. But then the next hope comes along and you get excited again, exuberant. And there's going to be the time when the hope for the best comes to fruition and it's so good. And then you can say, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say, there's actually a beautiful little quote from Butters. I'm going to butcher it. But uh, Butter, uh, Butters was like crying about something uh, from South Park. And they were like, Butters, like, I'm sorry, you're really sad. Like, I bet you wish this didn't happen. And he was like, no. Like, what do you, what do you mean no? He's like, well, I'm, I'm sad right now, but I'm sad because something I loved went away. But that just means that I loved that thing a lot. And if I accept that I'm really sad about this thing, then that means that I'll have room for later on when I get to love something again. And I was like, Jesus Christ. South Park doing the Lord's work. <laughs> They've been doing the Lord's work, bro. <laughs> for so long. I think I shared that. This is going to date that clip. Oh, no. I think I shared that on Facebook. No shit. With an inspirational quote. That bit? Yes. That part of the video. I found it on YouTube because I saw it and I thought it was the greatest thing ever. And then I put it up. And I probably said something stupid along the lines of, we should all be a little bit more like Butters. I probably put that up. But I'm almost positive. You know what? I'm going to say I'm 100% positive I put that clip up on Facebook. Yeah. Because of it. Because <laughs> he's sitting on the sidewalk. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I put that up. Damn. I love it. It's such a good... It, it really is. It's such is. an amazing idea. Yeah. And you did not expect it mm-hmm. from that show and that character. I was going to say, and that character. Yep. Yes. Beautiful. You would assume it's Kyle at the end of an episode. Yep. Because yeah. that's what it always is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything else from your idea or topic? I was thinking that was going to wind us down, but I know you said you have a few more examples. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just uh, just real quick. Yeah. The Last of Us was the big one. I, I mainly wanted because that was the whole reason I brought it up. Uh, but I was going to say there it definitely reminds me of anime and manga viewers. Like there's always the big kind of like, I read the manga. I watched the anime. It's like, but then that, that does circle around at topics that you've already covered as well. It's like we... I think growing as a as a as a community is accepting that because you guys have enjoyed something that is different but in the same category does not mean that you have to gatekeep. One is not better than the other. And I think it's the best outcome out of that is you guys both get to talk about the same subject, which is really the end goal for a lot of the things you want to talk about. Unless there's an amazing manga okay. that then gets turned into an anime and they obvious it is obviously a trash show. Oh, but no yeah. funding behind it and it's awful. And then yeah. the manga enjoyers can say that was horrible in comparison. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. hopefully though, those same manga enjoyers who said that sucked, the manga is great 
haven't to every single other anime said that anime sucks compared to the manga even great because i've seen some really great anime mm-hmm. and people will say that sucks compared to the manga well <laughs> does it suck or is it just a little worse because now when there's an anime that sucks is awful and you say that sucks the manga's better well <laughs> I'm gonna assume the manga probably sucks. Yeah, because you've said everything sucks compared mm-hmm. comparatively. So hopefully, if that is the situation, and the manga enjoyers can tell us the manga is really good, though, mm-hmm. that they have had the grace to be fine with the other great anime that might not be as good of storytelling that you got in the manga, but still a great anime in itself. Yeah, so that I can trust. I can trust what you're saying. Yeah. Because if everything's trash compared to manga, I can't trust what you're saying because yeah. now you're just saying everything's trash. Now you're just lying. Now you're just sitting on your hot horse. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> you're just up there. Oh, I'm the king of everything. Yeah. Everything anime because I am a manga person. Yeah, I read my enjoyment. This is a very one-sided argument because I don't read much manga. Yeah. But I believe it can go both ways. Hmm. Two. No, hmm. I'm only going to watch the anime. I'm never going to watch the manga or never read the manga because reading manga sucks. That's a horrible viewpoint to have, especially if somebody that reads manga mainly is trying to have a conversation with you about it. <laughs> yeah, that really sounds like a shitty conversation. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I read the manga of that show that you said you really liked. Ugh. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's still the same thing with the same characters, and maybe it'd be fun to discuss the differences between the two. <laughs> that happened in the manga? Oh, dude, they totally did it this way in the anime. Really? That kind of changes the story arc of this person. Yeah, but to me, I feel like the story arc is is awesome this way because it's a visual medium with movement, and it can only last 12 episodes. Oh, you're kind of right on that because there were actually this many uh, volumes of this. That's a dope conversation. Yeah. But just, your version sucks, dick. <laughs> no, your version's dog water. That's a terrible conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my last bit, was, was including that. Because, of course, I think there's always the the attempt to, to quell the fires that is anime and manga viewers. Yeah. Because I really think they're like, uh, what are they, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, cat, uh, what are the, Romeo and Juliet? Uh, two sides of the families. Uh, Montagues and the Capulets. Exactly. That's that's them. We went to acting school <laughs> together, Tage. <laughs> How many times do we have to go down this road? We were in <laughs> the same Shakespeare classes. Come on, dude. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I just, I do think this is a little bit of an extra tangent on on it. No one has to like the same anime as you, and you can have differing opinions on the anime and on the manga. You can think theirs sucks, and they can think yours sucks. But at the end of the day, if there's infighting within the anime community itself, then how can you expect other people outside of it to want to join and to take you seriously when they see you all calling each other names online Hmm. constantly. You can like all different shows. Everyone can have their own taste. Stuff that I think is absolute shit can be someone else's favorite thing and power to them for it. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. And I, uh, I love that you love it. But if we always fight with each other, 
I'm never going to expect my friends who say they don't want to watch anime to watch it if bringing them into the community gets them shunned, called names. We use Normie for ourselves as in we own the joke because a Normie is always a bad thing. You only watch Demon Slayer. You're a Normie. Well, if somebody only watches Demon Slayer now and you make fun of them for only watching Demon Slayer now, if I was that person, I wouldn't go deeper. I just wouldn't. And now you lost somebody who might be on your t- on your side. Uh, you you are closing your own group, and then you're fighting within the group that you have closed off to yourselves. And that's not everybody. No. I'm just saying for the the people who I do see doing it, and the the times I see the the fighting online, just be. I've used gracious a lot today. I've used the word grace and gracious a lot to be. Just be more gracious in the community and with the things you love and just love the fact that other people love the medium itself not the same shows as you but the medium itself to allow it to flourish agreed and and i think with that uh step off my box now that's <laughs> i think that brings this uh podcast to a gracious end does it it does and with grace and <gasps> dignity i will have a signing off Because as you guys know, we hope you all have a great afternoon, morning, night, wherever you are, and glory to mankind. (laughs) Bye.